Hello, and welcome back to Upon the Heathen's Path. Again, thank you all for joining me with uh, this journey, my daily commute to work where I discuss things. Uh, today, I would like to discuss a little bit about the separation of romanticized Viking Age, historical Viking Age, and our current practices today. And the reason I'd like to talk about this is because there's a lot of creators out there on social media apps and the such who have set up like personas for themselves where it's the romanticized version. And there are other content creators out there who have put out useful information, and that information is often questioned because of people who decide that the romanticized Hollywood versions of the Viking Age are more accurate than they actually are. And as heathens, this is something that we're going to come across quite frequently. It, it really is. And we should definitely be more mindful about what, what level of education we, we reach within our research and our studies within our own religion. And the reason I say this is because we should as heathens understand that though Vikings is a great show and that the characters are well, well written and well developed and that the aesthetics are there, that it is not a accurate portrayal of the Viking age in that time frame, And we should be able to recognize that and be able to separate it. Um, a lot of people will ask, I know a lot of my coworkers do while I'm at work. Like, hey James, did you did you see that new episode or that new movie, or did you see that new video game? How is that? How accurate is that really? And it's it's not about accuracy because it's entertainment. And with entertainment, they do romanticize a lot of things. Um, you'll see, like in the show Vikings. Uh, a lot of people believe, after watching that show, that Regnar Lothbrok and Rolo are brothers, but they're not. They're they're actually hundreds of years apart from each other. And although a lot of the stuff in the show does historically happen, it doesn't happen in the way that it shows. Uh, Rolo does betray uh, betray his party, his raiding party, and his other his other brothers at arms for gold and silver paid for by the French. Like that is something that happens. Um, Regnar does die in a pit. That is something that happens, but the time frames are different. They're, they're not, they're not in that same area where both happened legitimately right next to each other because they were brothers. That's, that's added so that the history channels entertainment side could kind of put multiple stories together and piece them together for continuity. It's not a historical documentary. It is an entertainment show. What they do on that show is for ratings. And you'll get a lot of creators who, again, just do surface research. And that surface research gives them just enough information to make them sound legit. But... I I believe that if that's as far as they want to go, that's them. But they shouldn't go out and tell people that that is the only thing. 
you're going to get people who romanticize the Viking Age as a conquering party, but there are a lot of things that happened during those time frames that were not what I would say an ideal to follow. What the Vikings did was massacre villages and steal their property and rape their women and murder innocent people so they could gain a small amount of wealth, a small plot of land, something. That's what they did. They went, they captured slaves, they took lives, they raped women without like even being able to speak the same language. And yes, this is a culture that was defined by that. But at the same time, modern modern Norse pagans nowadays understand that that is, that is a horrible thing to do. I am not going to go to another island in Hawaii and just start raping, pillaging, and killing people and convince a whole group of people to do it with me. Because that is not how society functions nowadays. And we don't romanticize that part, though. We don't we don't look at that part and go, well, it was part of it. We kind of just forget about that part. Everybody likes the idea that someone went to make a name for themselves. It's the same. Think of it like this. When, if you have any war buddies, any soldier friends, or anybody who prior served, when they deploy, the stories they tell each other are different than the stories they tell you. The stories they tell you are just kind of the surface. It's a romanticized version. Because the things that veterans and soldiers and active duty and even some of the civilians that are contracted for work out there see is not something they want other people to know about because it is is horrible. And when we look at the entertainment value of it, there's a little bit of entertainment in war that we as human beings are kind of drawn to. And they will show that in entertainment, but they don't go in depth. Because if they go too far in depth into it, if they push too much into it, it would scare the bejesus out of like the viewers, and nobody would want to watch that show anymore. And there'd probably be a niche view that would, but uh, I digress. We see who we are now as a society, and what being Norse pagan was traditionally different. And for those of us who found the path, it's not as contrast to us as it is to those who their family brought that teaching and that practice and that belief system with them and passed it down through the generations. And one of the things you'll find is that people who do have that, like their family brought that down and like shared it with them as it went, went down through the generations, you'll find that they have stories or tales that they've heard that aren't recorded, that aren't written in the same manner. And much like the stories from yesterday, where I told you the version I was re- are retelling was my favorite version, which is the version from Neil Gaiman. 
but there are other versions out there that don't necessarily contradict each other, but they do kind of have a difference. Uh, I know of one telling where it's not Loki fixing Sif's hair to get all six treasures. Like, they're two different stories. So the treasures of the gods are by the same L, are by the same dwarves, but it's a different telling. And in that different telling, one telling, or one story is Loki getting himself out of trouble. The other one is Loki just deciding to push that, uh, to give that opinion on his own so that he can get those treasures just to earn favor for the gods. And it's not part of the, I'm going to get my ass kicked by Thor. It is just, a, I digress again. Uh, there are multiple versions. <laughs> when we hear Hollywood's version, when we hear the entertainment side version, we have to remember that that's what that is. It is entertainment. You will find people who want to follow the path, but the entertainment is all they've had. And this is where the sagas come in. This is where the historical records come in. And there's a lot of them out there. There are uh, the Icelandic sagas. There's sagas that literally the only thing they do is tell you of, like... Their law speaker's version of every time he had to step forward and perform as a law speaker for his his people. And there's so many of them that have been translated. And it's worth reading. It's worth knowing what was going on during those ages when we as humanity we're still growing into our own. It's important to remember that different areas of our areas of history have different tellings and different definitions of things. And that Viking, though it was a job, it was also used as a descriptive term during a certain time frame. But that job was essentially the same as the Pirates of the Caribbean, like just going out and like capturing, taking, pillaging, and robbing from each other. Like, that's what it was. Everybody hears the term Viking, and they immediately go, Viking was a warrior culture that was its own grand ideal. And it was. It was a job. It, if you look through history, that same thing can be said throughout multiple cultures. Samurai. We all have a romanticized version of what samurai is, don't we? But the samurai themselves, they were just the soldiers of the emperor. They were the ones who the emperor had made generals, essentially. Yes, their way of life was very dedicated, and there was a lot of What's the word I'm looking for? There was a lot of, like, dedication within everything they did. 
And they carried that over for everything. But the samurai's day-to-day life is not the same as what we perceive in entertainment. The same is said for the Vikings. The Vikings, their day-to-day life was not the same as what is perceived in entertainment. It's a romanticized version, and we need to be able to separate that. We need to be able to say, I see that this is like a story. I see that they're drawing me into this story, and it's following the same thing that all entertainment does. And I accept that as a story, as entertainment. It has done its job. It has captured me and brought me into it to where I want to keep listening to it. I want to see more. I want. I can't wait for the next episode. That's what it is. It's entertainment. There are a lot of a lot of versions of what a Viking is, and just like any job, the detail of what a Viking is and Viking does changed throughout time as as they started to push farther west and discover more than just the island that they they inhabited, the area, their lands. More detail was added to what they did. Things about what a Viking was changed. So we can't use an Oxford Dictionary as the defining thing of what a Viking is on that pretense. You use the same description for what a soldier is, and you're going to look at a bunch of people who are soldiers and go, hmm, this is fucking weird. This isn't the same thing. We need to learn... That interpretation is something that is on ourselves to be able to do. We need to be able to interpret a romanticized version and what a real version was. Everybody wants to have all the riches that a doctor has because doctors get paid really well. And that's what we think of is a doctor has a really nice car, a really nice house. What we don't think about is... How many late hours that doctor stays up performing life-saving surgery where his elbow, where he's elbow deep inside of a patient, saving that patient's life? We don't think about the fact that throughout the week that doctor's probably had maybe two good nights of sleep. We don't think about how he stays on his feet 12 hours to perform open-heart surgery. That's not the part we romanticize. We romanticize the part of what what the outward persona is. And it's the same thing with the Vikings, the samurai and pretty much Norse paganism in itself has that same thing. Everybody wants to romanticize what it was, which is why when we see a lot of these videos on like social media accounts, like TikTok or YouTube, where people have created a persona or a character that, that is, carrying out the romanticized versions of that. We are not seeing what it truly was. We need to be able to differentiate that and say, this is a romanticized version. I understand that. This is your character that you've created for entertainment value, and I respect that. That's as far as you have to take it. You don't have to yell at them and say, hey, you're, you're being a dickwad right now because that is not how things were. I'm sure they understand that that's not how things were. They have created a character based on something. What we need to do is we need to stop taking that same video and going, this is how things were, and perpetuating that further by saying, this is this is where I learned everything from. 
the the show Vikings, this this content creator on TikTok, this guy on YouTube. That is not what being a Norse pagan is. When we practice the faith, we practice the faith. We practice it in our heart. We hold that as ours. That's that's the part we need to focus on. Are a lot of people misinformed? Yes. And there's reasons for it. The romanticized version of the Viking is a huge, huge emblem in our heads. Because as far back as we can remember, those are the stories that we've been told. Those are the things we've seen. There are so many discoveries being made almost on a daily basis that constantly change what our perceived notion of history was. That going and researching it is going to change our opinions of what that romanticized version is. But that romanticized version is still going to stay because that's the entertainment of it. That's the entertainment value. And that's what we see and what we, what we focus on. So I leave you with this. The next time you're playing a video game that has a Viking character, the next time you're watching a movie and there's a Viking theme, the next time you see anything that is Viking-esque, I want you to stop and think about, is this the romanticized version? Are they being accurate in their portrayal, or are they using that as entertainment so that people will continue to stay with the program, to do or to continue watching the show that I am, I've discovered? That in itself is an action that I feel Norse pagans need to do more commonly. We need to be able to look at something and say, this is entertainment value versus... This is just disrespecting who I, who I am and what I believe. Because 90% of the time, they're not trying to disrespect you. They're not trying to disrespect what you believe. They are literally putting out entertainment. So that is what I ask of y'all. I ask of y'all to focus on seeing entertainment for entertainment romanticized versions as romanticized versions and looking into the histories, the stories and finding out exactly where they fit in. Thank you again, guys, for joining me on this journey. And I will see you all tomorrow for our recap of the week. I will also answer a few questions that were posted within the Raven's Banner, and I look forward to seeing y'all again upon the Heathen's Path.